Hello and welcome to the Excel Books Podcast. It's your favorite host, Molly. On my on my show, we like to talk about work, family, and life. And I'm sure you're not new to my channel because you know all about my channel. But if you don't know about my channel, please visit me on the web at xelbooks.com. I would love to offer your business some service so that you can continue to rise higher and higher because I want to see you succeed. Um, So as you know, we are in the Christmas episode series, and I'm just going to dive right into this uh, really quick because I don't want to shortchange you, Um, but I thought this was appropriate, appropriate uh, holiday message for today. So what I want to talk to you guys about is communication um, in the midst of the holidays. And I know you're like, really? Communication? It's like, this is, it's, it's really helpful. When I think about communication with the holidays, I think about the things that we don't say, that we need to say. Um, you know, I think of this, uh, this song uh, by John Mayer. I really love uh, his singing voice. And he has a song that says, you know, say what you need to say. And I always thought it was such a powerful song because... You know, the Bible talks about we have not because we ask not, which could be interpreted as you just need to say what you need to say. We don't know how to help you if you don't say, I need this. Well, when I think about the holidays, there's a couple of things that we uh, either don't communicate or we should communicate in, both to others and to ourselves. And I'm just going to cover a little bit of that. Um, so you can kind of, you know, maybe improve your holiday a little bit as well. I'm going to start off by saying, you know, you want to communicate what you need. And I think it's more important than communicating what you want. And I say this because, you know, when it comes to the holidays, it's very easy to say, oh, I want all these gifts, right? It's very easy to say, I want... 15 presents, I want, you know, new jewelry, I want all these different things. But what we don't say is, I need rest. What we don't say is, I really need to not cook this year. What we don't say is, I need help buying presents. What we don't say is, I can't afford to buy presents. You know, all these little things that if we really took the time to just say it, you know, because it doesn't take long, right? It doesn't take a whole lot of effort for us to say what we need to say, but convincing ourselves that it's worth saying, it's a whole different ballgame. Oftentimes we feel like we shouldn't, you know, it's almost this self-sabotage thing that goes on where we feel like we can't say that we need help or we can't say that we really don't want to cook or go shopping or can't afford it. You know, we don't want to say, you know, what I really want you to buy me this year is this. And, and I, I'm mentioning this because you know, a lot of times people are kind of shooting in the dark, trying to figure out what it is that you want from them. But no one can read minds. And if we can't give ourselves enough boldness to say, you know what, 
I really need this, then how can anyone do those things for you? Um, this is something I touched on it a little bit in a previous episode, but I talked about how, you know, buying the presents was something that was a little bit of a challenge for me. And even though I gave you guys in the previous episode about how, you know, you know, there's different strategies for presents and saving and all of that, this happened to be a year where I just wasn't prepared with that. I didn't have my, you know, uh, savings account set up. I didn't have, you know, dollars sitting for all this. Like it was, it was a little bit of a tough year, you know, in some ways. And I just wasn't prepared. And so the holiday was coming. And all I could think of was, I don't have money to be buying all these presents. I'm not even sure how I'm going to handle this bill or that bill. Um, you know, if I do, if I don't buy anything, I should have just enough. And at one point I said, you know what? I need to say what I need. And I literally, you know, decided to talk with my, my fabulous hubby. And I said, you know what? I need help. I need help. I don't know how to get presents because I didn't budget for it. I dropped the ball. I didn't plan ahead. I'm just lost. And what's so cool about this is that he looked at it and said, oh, so that's what you need. I can handle that. What else do you need? Um, and this goes beyond the present shopping. So I'll, let me take it to work a little bit. I know you're like, Molly, we're supposed to be talking about Christmas. Yeah, but we can talk about work a little bit. You want to make sure you're communicating well at work. And this is something I'm still learning how to master. But you want to make sure you're communicating well at work in the sense, not just of, hey, I finished the assignment that you gave me. But you've got to communicate and say, hey, I need help with this task. Or, hey, that deadline you gave me, I don't think I can meet it. Um, you know, a lot of times people shy away from saying that they need more time or saying that they need more assistance because they think it's going to make them look worse. They think it's going to, you know, somehow diminish how they are viewed in the eyes of their leaders or peers. But I've learned over the years that it actually makes you look better because they realize, oh, they're human. Oh, wow. They have great communication skills. So that means I know I can get the truth from them. I know that, you know, if they say they can't do it, they literally can't do it. Um, you know, if they say I need more time or that's a bit much, you know, they understand, oh, that really is a bit much for them. But if you never communicate, you never say that, you know, hey, I can do this or I can't do this. If you never give them communication, they have no baseline to measure you with. And this is important because you want to be someone that people can rely on. You want to be someone that uh, people can say, I trust that if they say they can handle this task, they've got it. But all that comes from communication. Trust comes from communication um, extra projects, healing, uh, teamwork, you know, opportunities, it all stems from a foundation of communication. And, and I say that really strongly because a lot of people say, well, the foundation is trust. 
I disagree. I think trust is one part of it, but I think the foundation is communication. Because you can work with someone who doesn't trust you, but if you communicate well to them, they can grow to trust you. Because they realize, oh, if I ask, I'll get what I need. Or I'll get some kind of response, you know, that's going to help me move forward. Just like with work, you want to apply this in the holidays. And I know I'm just taking it back because, you know, think about the holiday spirit. You want to communicate all kinds of things. Don't just communicate about the presence. Communicate about what you need for you. Um, and just to add to that, you want to make sure you are communicating with yourself. And I know you're like, Molly, what does that mean? What is communicating with myself? How does that even work? Um, communicating with yourself, meaning what are you telling yourself in your head? I'm talking about your thought life talking about your self-image in your mind about the holiday. What are you communicating to you? Are you playing past Christmases in your head on repeat in your mind and trying to compete with that? Are you playing past gifts that you've given and thinking I have to compete with that? Because a lot of times the anxiety you feel when you're shopping or getting close to the holidays is you're trying to compare to something else. You know, anxiety normally comes with two competing forces. You know, it's not something that just, you know, shows up just because. It's usually because an idea is presented before you and then an experience or knowledge somewhere else competes with that. And then you have anxiety because you're not sure which area to to flow with the most. Well, that is literally why you want to make sure that you communicate with yourself properly. Because if you leave it unchecked, that anxiety grows. Um, I was actually reminded of this um, at an appointment today. I had a really special family appointment and some things came up. And at one point, I thought about how, you know, one of my children has uh, special needs. And as a parent, this was something that I had a really hard time. I think I may do a whole series on this one day, maybe, maybe. Um, I had a really hard time accepting that one of my children had unique needs. Not because I was ashamed of my child, not at all quite the opposite. I was quite ashamed of myself because I felt like I did this to my kid. I felt like I did something wrong because I didn't do something right during pregnancy or something that I caused this to happen. And it was something that I didn't even know I was still dealing with until I went to this, you know, wonderful meeting. And it was so great to talk to this person that was there. And I said, you know, they stopped in the middle of what they were doing and said, you do realize that none of this is your fault. It had nothing to do with you. There's nothing you could have done to cause this to happen. And I really didn't understand that at first. Like at first I was in shock that they even noticed. Like, how did you know? And then it dawned on me, oh, that's how you knew. Because I communicated. I, I communicate it with my body language. 
I communicated with uh, a few words that kind of hinted to my feeling in it and it made a difference. So I actually walked out of that particular appointment feeling a lot better about myself. I walked out feeling like, wow, I matter, you know, <laughs> like I matter. I can do this. I'm, I'm okay. I'm not abnormal. Um, but you know, we can't really achieve those goals without communicating. That person never would have known that I was still fighting that emotion had I not said something. And then I thought about it after the appointment was over and I said, you know what, now I have to fight the battle of my own mind. What am I going to tell myself for the rest of today? You know, how am I going to remind myself that, you know, it's not my fault, that it's okay if I don't have it all perfect. It's okay if I don't achieve this by this particular date. You know, it's okay. Um, and I know you're thinking, Molly, why does that matter at Christmas time? Because sometimes you compare the previous Christmas you had or, or one really memorable one. You know, that one Christmas you had where everything was perfect. You had all the presents you could ever want. Everything was perfectly wrapped. You had the gourmet dinner. You had all the friends and family come by. You had the cute little outfit. You were the size that you wanted. You know, all the things you could possibly want. You know, that Christmas. And then you start to feel like that needs to be the standard, almost as if it's a requirement for it to be the standard. And it's not. It's really not. Um, what it is, is a good experience. It's a good memory. Memories are not meant to be replicated every single day because if it's not a mem, if it's replicated all the time, it's not a memory. It's just life is as usual. Think what makes things memorable is that they were unique. They were one of a kind. It was something completely different from your norm. Um, it was something that, you know, doesn't happen often. That's what makes a memory special. And if you constantly compete with your previous holiday, your previous gift, thinking, I have to outbuy this, I have to outget this because I have a standard to keep, you know, I have a reputation to keep, or that's what we do. Um, you're adding unnecessary stress to your holiday. And I, I found myself dealing with this thought as I was doing my Christmas shopping this year. Uh, which I'm almost done. I'll probably be done in the next 24 hours with my shopping. And I found myself feeling stress and anxiety. And it was because I was communicating with myself that I needed to compete against whatever I had purchased for my husband the previous year or the year before that or the year before that. Um, feeling like I had to just go all out every single year. And the truth is like, you know what? No one's giving me a competition. I, I'm not being graded. And <laughs> I'm going to say that again for somebody who is hosting this year, for someone who is saying, now I got to do a virtual party or whatever it is you're doing for Christmas. I want to remind you, you're not being graded. You're not in school anymore. You know, in that sense, you know, you get what I mean. Some of you may be taking classes, but you get my drift. You're not being graded. No one's going to, you know, write a fail, you know, grade to you for not 
uh, having the most perfect holiday ever. You know, of course, everybody wants to have the the lights all over the house and, you know, holiday wreaths hanging up on every single window and the perfect meal and the perfect family and the perfect house and everything spotless and all this stuff. You know, you want to have the perfect weather. You want to have everybody healthy. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with hoping and wanting those things. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, speaking those things into existence and praying that, you know, God's favor rests upon it. But if it doesn't happen, you're still okay. And and I want to just, I hope that really sinks in with you because a lot of times we are our own worst critic and a lot of times we defeat ourselves from the communication we put in our own minds. And and I just want to emphasize that because, you know, it, it's it's common to have someone else, you know, say, oh, you didn't do this. That's not a holiday. Okay, anyone else's opinion, you can dismiss it. Most people can tune other people out and keep going. But it's very hard to tune yourself out because you have to see you every day. You have to face you every day. And I'm hoping that, you know, if you just kind of consider that for a few minutes throughout your day, you start feeling stressed when you're shopping, start feeling stressed as you're decorating, if you start feeling stressed as you're trying to, you know, squeeze into that holiday outfit or that holiday sweater that you wore the year before and now you can't barely get your arms in, you know, what are you communicating to yourself? Are you telling yourself that you absolutely have to continue in the same path? Or are you telling yourself, I give myself grace to do something different. I give myself permission to have change. I give myself permission to let life flow in a different way this holiday if it brings me peace. So I just want to emphasize that I hope that it helps you. Um, For me, because I know you're thinking, well, Molly, I hear what you're saying, but how do I do that? Um, Well, this is how I do it. I remind myself, like I put little notes around and I'll tell myself, okay, Molly, this is a new holiday. Not new to the world, but this particular day, this year, this year hasn't happened before. This holiday on this year hasn't happened before. And I am not obligated to repeat anything from my past. I'm not obligated to compete with anything I've done before. I'm not obligated to replicate anything I've done before. I don't have an obligation, period, other than to get up and breathe and be alive. And at first that didn't work. So I was like, oh my gosh, that's, you know, you get used to things, right? You get used to the habit of I have to do this, I have to do this. But the more I told myself year after year, year after year, repeating, okay, it's okay if you don't have a perfect, you know, everything, just me being with my family, that is enough. It's not about the presence. It's not about the decorations. It's not about how perfectly clean my house is. You know, it's not about whether or not we even had a a list of what we wanted. You know, it's not about any of that. It's about what am I going to do to enjoy my life today? And it matters. It matters because if you don't fight for your joy, if you don't give yourself a reason to go after happiness, 
then how are you going to get it? You know, a lot of people think that happiness is like a recipe. You know, like if you do certain things, then the result is happy. But I've learned that happiness is, it's a choice. It's, it's a task. Happiness is not something that just default occurs because certain things take place. Happiness is a choice that you have to make every single day. You have to get up and say, I'm going to do these things in pursuit of the happiness. Um, I'm going to give myself more grace today. Why? Because I want to be happy today. I'm going to forgive myself if I didn't do everything perfect with my clients today. Why? Because I want to be happy today. I want to forgive myself if I didn't do everything perfect with my kids. Why? Because I want to be happy today. And let me say this on happy. Happy is not just a feeling. Happy is a state of being. They are two different things. Emotions come and go. But a mindset can last a lifetime. And if you protect that mindset, you can conquer anything. So, just to recap, communication. Make sure you tell other people what you need more than what you want. Nothing wrong with expressing desire. But tell them what you need so they can try to meet that need or at least understand where you are. You may say, I can't afford to buy presents, can't afford to buy meals and stuff. And that may tell them, oh, okay, well, I, maybe I won't put pressure on them to bring a dish to the holiday meal, um, the holiday gathering or something. Um, let me also say this, um, this communication. It's okay to tell your family if circumstances change for your visits. And I'm not saying that you should give up on traveling to see family and all that. Um, but I've had many years where I've been looking at the holiday, like, okay, I'm going to go to this person's house, this person's house, this family member, I'm going to go do all these things, and I, and I got this. But there were times where I'm like, okay, it is raining outside really, really bad, and it's cold, and I don't trust the brakes of my car. I don't think I'm going to go that far. And I've actually done that. And I've said, you know what, I'm not going to make it this year. It's okay to say, even though you're close nearby, I really don't feel like driving this year. It's okay to say that. Um, It's not, you're not going to lose your family member title. You're not going to lose any, you know, um, you know, brownie points or anything uh, for that, you know. But what it is going to do is it's going to give you some peace of mind of knowing that, okay, I can rest today. And I just want to say this because a lot of times we get so caught up in, what we've committed to of, yeah, I'm going to go travel. I'm going here. I'm going to do this. And then in the process, you're exhausted. You've taken every dime you've got to get there. You're, you're driving for hours. You're sleepy. You're fighting weather and, you know, kids grumpy and complaining in the back seat. And then you get there and you're rushing to try to make everything memorable and a day or two only to come back home and by the time you're done you're like I almost wish I didn't go you know it's okay to communicate and say I'm really not feeling travel this year and and I get it I get that every circumstance is going to be different you're going to have some people who 
are like, hey, I haven't seen this family member in years. I've got to make the effort. By all means, flow with the grace. Um, you know, God will let you know where the grace is and what you need to do. But what I'm saying is you don't have to hurt yourself for the sake of your word. Um, I'm not saying you should be, you know, loose with what you commit to, but give yourself grace to know that life and change happens. I mean, very seldom do things always go the way that we want them to. So why do we get this feeling that we can't be honest and say, Hey, I don't think I can continue to commit to this. I intended to, I made efforts to, things have changed, and this is no longer realistic for this particular time frame. Um, it's okay to reschedule. I have actually had, I learned, I'll leave you with this thought. I had a really great friend um, when I was at a church back in Florida that did what they call Christmas in January. And I really, really loved that idea because for some reason, they were like the the December month always becomes hectic for them. You know, end of the year bills, you know, car tag renewals, all kinds of stuff. And just buying gifts at that time really just doesn't work. But in January, it worked. They had access. They didn't have the struggle. And so, you know, they may have had the tree up and everything. but They did not worry about buying presents in December. They're like, you know what, we will do our full holiday in January. And it was so great because everybody was not on the roads, less traffic, uh, cheaper hotel rates, um, you know, all the after Christmas sales. So all the gifts that they would have bought, they got it for 50% off. They saved a whole lot more money just by moving their holiday up a month. And the only reason they were able to do that was because one person said, you know what? I don't think I can do this in December this year. And by that ended up with all this, you know, all these benefits. So think outside the box, communicate, communicate with others about what you need, communicate to yourself good things, give yourself mercy um, and watch how God will show up and make your holiday brighter than you ever thought it could be. All right, that is all I have for you today. I hope that you enjoyed the episode. Um, Until next time, stay blessed, encouraged, full of favor, full of peace. I pray that your holiday continues to be one that is extremely memorable in the best way. Take care.